For the first time in many years, Donald Trump returns to CNN. Yes, Donald Trump is once again a presidential candidate. He is running for president yet again. He is entering the Republican primaries and CNN decided to host him in a town hall and what a mistake it was for them. We're going to discuss that. We're going to give our commentary and analysis on the Donald Trump town hall and how the fake news network tried to just go after him and it didn't pan out the way they thought it would. And then we're going to discuss something else in the media, in social media, Tucker Carlson announcing on Twitter that he is returning with a new show and it's going to be published and featured on Twitter. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So the return of Donnie T to the fake news network, <laughs> the clown news network, CNN. And if there was ever a time where somebody in the most egregious form and fashion deserve to not call themselves a moderator it was at this town hall with i don't know caitlin i forgot her name caitlin i forget i forgot what her last name is um, it doesn't fucking matter she sucked but but she she was not a moderator at all she went in there with an agenda it was basically activism what she was doing a lot of times she like i mean she kicked it off by not even letting him yeah, it's Caitlin Collins. Caitlin Collins. Yeah. She kicked it off by not letting him answer questions or asking um, very biased and loaded questions, agenda-driven questions. It, it, this, this wasn't a town hall for voters to get the information they were looking for. This was a town hall in which CNN used it as an opportunity to push their agenda. Yeah, and they failed miserably because Trump was prepared and also Trump was a lot more chill. Yeah. But it's 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 crazy because he was able to be more chill but still himself. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a... He's a high-energy, high-octane type of a candidate... And so him kind of being more relaxed and understanding that this was going to happen and being prepared for it and still being able to 
have that trademark, you know, Trump talk, Trump matter of fact type of delivery. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Because when I saw it, I was like, man, just the way he's answering questions, the way he's allowing her to dig a hole. And then like how he, how like she kept saying like, no, you, you took you three hours to say anything. He's like, oh, no, well, I got the sheets right here. Yeah. I told you I had the sheets, but you know what? Let me just take them out. He takes them out. The people start cheering. Yeah. And it just makes you look bad because it's like he has the the tweets but the day before. Yeah. You know, right after it's happening, while it's happening. Never took three hours. There was never any accountability from Caitlyn. Like there was n- n- never any. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Nothing. Like nah. she pretended that like what he was saying wasn't what was being said. And so, um, that that's that's just nuts to me. Another thing that all of mainstream media has done a very good job at, uh, and by a very good job at is like clearly not cover the issues is on this voting yeah shit and and like i I find it phenomenal like like crazy like it's wild that everyone oh there's uh no evidence for widespread um what is it uh voter fraud yeah but when we've seen videos we've seen we've seen what what was happening how they used the, the rona um I myself saw like and I and we live in Chicago here when people were coming in they're not being asked for their yeah. IDs so it's like Zuckerberg yeah. went on Joe Rogan and said the FBI told us to yeah. not put out the Hunter <clears throat> Biden laptop story yeah like so so now what to to you or or anybody else like what exactly constitutes a rigged election everybody might have their own dif- differentiating opinion but the fact still remains that there were a whole bunch of things that took place in the 2020 election that were anomalies that didn't take place in any other election and for us to be told oh well it was the safest election ever it was the it was the election with the most integrity ever stop questioning it you like Trump said at the town hall, you'd have to be really stupid to just accept that. Yes, and he said that he's like he's like for anybody that doesn't think that it was rigged, you're stupid. Yeah. Now, if you want to make the argument, if it was rigged to the capacity where it tilted the outcome, well, that's a different argument. Yeah. But what what's not arguable is that these things took place. When the CEO of Facebook is telling Joe Rogan, yeah, well, like the the FBI told us, like we had to like squash the story. Just just like the FBI did the Russia investigation and it's been like Trump was exonerated. So it's like when you have a major organization like the FBI against the president and trying to avert like any damage to Biden to, to help him. Yeah. That is, you are rigging the election. You yeah. are, you, that's election interference. Yeah. And, 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 and what's funny is like all <clears throat> these things that prove contrary to what they're telling us. The 2000 Mules documentary, what Zuckerberg said, the Twitter files, like all of these things, all of these things that have come out and, and have displayed the contrary 
to what the media is telling us. And yet they have not done one thing to substantiate their side of the narrative that it was the safest and most secure election ever. Like they, yeah. oh no, but you have to just believe it. You have yeah. to, you know, and that's, and that's the thing is basically to the point, don't believe your ears, don't believe your eyes, just believe what we're telling you. And, and that's it. And so, yeah, I'm glad, you know, and they, and uh, in, in their post town hall analysis, Jake Tapper and and uh, Anderson Cooper, they were having a little bit uh, uh, of a back and forth, basically uh, pontificating. Oh, he's lying again. He keeps lying. It's like <laughs> you're saying that, but you haven't established the truth. You haven't showed us anything that shows us anything contrary to what he's saying. And it's funny because. You see that between the crowd and 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 the post town hall um, Q and A session they had with people that were in the crowd. No matter what they spin, it doesn't seem to be catching with people, and that I think that's why you saw such a, a lefty meltdown after the town hall. Yeah, because it was undeniable how good Trump did. Yeah, it's undeniable. And remember, this is what I was trying to pull up uh, this just right around the corner of what the fuck CNN is, the Washington Post. They won the Pulitzer Prize for the coverage of the Russian meddling in 2016 election. So, as we know, that shit was fake. Yeah. He was exonerated. So, a lot of these people, they'll like pile all this shit on, on on each other like oh my god you're such you're the best like Pulitzer Prize do this it's all lies it's a circle jerk and so at some point in the future which that town hall is the future of when uh, the Washington po- uh, Post won the Pulitzer Prize you're gonna see that people are not gonna believe what you're saying and they're gonna look at you as a joke and they're gonna see oh shit what we're seeing is true Trump is ripping them a new asshole yeah <laughs> like Anderson Cooper said on that deep fake and it's like you can't you can't deny the power of and then and then you got some balls to be like oh my first town hall is going to be with CNN and I'm going to win over the crowd I mean the crowd was I think uh, people that that favored Trump but still does not a good look it's not a good look for you to be in a CNN town hall yeah, and them cheering and you. Yeah, the producer of that shit was, he should get fired because, like, if I'm on CNN and, like, this is an agenda-driven network, yeah. I'm going to get people that, like, I'm going to, like, try to find people that, like, maybe voted for Trump in 16 but didn't vote for him in 2020 yeah. that are on the fence. I'm going to try to sneak in a few Democrats in there. Like... They did a whoever the producer was did a real bad job screening and vetting the crowd because, yeah. like you, you made you made yourself look very bad based off of the reaction from the crowd and and how supportive it was of Trump. Yeah, they were laughing, they were cheering, they were they were drawn by his charisma, and 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 so now you make, and, and I mean to an extent. Uh, Caitlin Collins, like she didn't do herself any favors because she was, she was, she wanted to argue. Yeah. A lot of the times, and it's like, well, you're pushing back on things that she was very like, uh, like childish and mean spirited. Yeah. It's just like, why? Well, that's why I asked you the question. That's I asked it because I wanted to ask, like, bitch. Yeah. Like, 
you keep you kept asking the man the same question. Like the the one that was bonkers to me was when she asked, "Do you commit here tonight to accept the results of the twenty twenty four election?" And he said. Yes, it would be an honor to accept the results of the 2024 election if I think it's fair. Yeah. But again, do you commit yeah. here tonight to answer to 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 accept the results of the 2024 election? Yes, I would be honored to accept the results of the 2024 election if I think it's fair. Yeah. So you're not going to answer that. I'll ask you again. Do you commit Bitch. That's yes, the clearest saying, answer I've heard. Yes, he's saying if he thinks it's fair, if he thinks it's not rigged, like the 2020 election, boom. Not to mention, what's the craziest thing about about all of this is that after 2016, the Democrats spent four years not accepting the results of the 2016. Yeah. It was Russia meddling <laughs> and collusion yeah. and all of this. And oh, he's, a Russian, he's a Russian asset yes. and all of this stuff. Uh, and, and that, there was no evidence of, even by... The deep state backed FBI investigating it. There was no evidence of that. No. This stuff that y'all don't even want to investigate, don't want to look at, don't want to do investigative journalism about. But us that can see that there were some anomalies. No, that was the safest and and most cleanest, most integrity filled election ever. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like more and more. I think what you said about um, Vivek Ramaswamy is I think that t on the technical aspect, he's just going to be on point. And I think he can outshine Ron DeSantis on I that front. So, yeah. And he can even outshine Trump. The only thing with outshining Trump on the on that aspect is Trump doesn't need that. Trump is uh, no, different. Yeah. Trump is just, just like the it's like the people's champion. So if Trump, so if Trump comes in, I think both Ramaswamy and Trump are more damaging Ron than anything. Yeah. They're not really damaging Trump and then and then Vivek obviously I think once he he heads out he's going to have a, a cabinet place with 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 Trump. If he's smart. Yeah. I I do notice that they don't say a bad word about each other. No. No. Cuz I think that they're they're even more even aligned. Like, like I I saw Larry Elder the other day on on a on a Fox program, and he was like, he was basically suggesting that he's a more palatable version of Trump. But even saying that is sort of like a slight at Trump. Yeah. Say Vivek doesn't <clears throat> say anything like that. Yeah. He doesn't say, oh well. I believe in Trump's policies. I'm just more palatable. I'm just I'm I'm the Trump for the everyman. I'm the Trump yeah. for the you know because basically what Larry Elder was saying is like if you want if you want a Trump but without all the the controversy, yeah. I'm your guy. And it's just like well, to me that suggests that you're. It's like you're suggesting that that the controversy is Trump's fault when we all know that it's manufactured. Yeah, yeah. It's all manufactured controversy. So, so you think the base is really going to rock with that versus Vivek? He never says anything like that. Like he even I saw him on CNN the other day, and they were asking him because uh, because they were basically asking him the same question that Caitlin Collins asked Trump about who 
he wants to see win the U- the Ukraine and uh, Russia conflict. And he was like, that I was a be- very unfair question too. It was like, not unfair. You can ask it, but unfair the way she approached it in the sense that he was like, does it ma-? like? Because he was like saying, does it matter? People are dying. Right now, but see where I think where I think uh, Vivek outshines Trump is like how Vivek answered that he's yeah. like, "Well, define winning, define winning," and, no. and now you put the pressure the on burden the- on the on the journalist, and then he was like, "Well, I don't know," like, "Yeah, my father, like you're asking these loaded questions." Now I'm asking you to 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 specify the, yeah. and, and clarify it. And and you have to pause, right? Yeah. Because you got to think about it. And then and then uh, uh, then the 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 journalist said, "Oh well, if we were where we if, if things go back to how they were before the conflict started, well, they're not going." A, to. And then Vivek was like, well, "Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that." Yeah. And that's like a great. That was like a, a more refined answer than what. But see, that's that's where I think Vivek is is a little bit more. Um, because he's a little bit more articulate. Yeah. He does that. You know, Trump did it in a way where it's like it's it's more like in your face. I want people to stop dying. People are dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivek didn't go about it in that way. But the reality is, the reality is is that I I believe that that what what Trump would do would basically tell Russia Chill out, or we're gonna get super busy with you, Ukraine. We're not giving you no more money, so make a deal like whatever land they got. Yeah, that's it. And that's that, how I would go about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, make a deal because uh, Russia has some of their territory. Yeah, like it is what it is. You should have fought better. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, well, all them billions we gave you. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, make a deal now. Let this shit make this shit go away. Or like you said, like then shit, all hell breaks loose. Fuck it, YOLO. Then yeah, <laughs> never get, never cared. And I think that Trump could deliver that type of a message to both of them, and it'd be like, well, you know, like stop it from there because it could escalate to something. It's escalating something that's bigger, far worse. Yeah. Like like Trump was was not pro Russia. Because he was de- he was definitely not pro that the I forget what pipeline it was that that Russia had the Nord Stream yeah the Nord Stream and I remember because a guy from work was saying oh man you you should you should uh, buy some stock in that because once Russia builds that shit they're gonna own all of Europe and and uh, like I was like nah because <laughs> you know I, I was thinking like America would never allow that or something is gonna that that would that would be cause a conflict yeah and I remember because during that time Trump had uh, given. Um, what is, what's her name from uh, Germany? Fuck. The Prime Minister of Germany? Yeah. Germany Prime Minister. No, was it? The, the, the girl. The lady, yeah. The the President of Germany. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Well, I remember... I can't... I don't know why I, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but I remember when he, gift, he gifted her something and it was a little white flag... And I was like, yeah, well, this is what you did. You surrendered. Like, this is what's going to happen when you surrender yourself to Russian oil. So I might as well give that to you now. You want independence when you're relying solely on them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he, Trump knew, like, the... Merkel. Merkel, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Well, it's the the official title is the Chancellor of Germany. Yeah, because the Prime Minister is another. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Well, yeah. the prime minister is the top office holder. It's just that they call it the chancellor. It's like some people are are like the prime min. Like for instance, in the UK, it's prime minister. It's not. They don't call it president, but yeah. it's technically. Yeah, but she she had ousted no twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So so at the time it was her. It's a guy now. Yeah. I, um, so. Yeah, I mean, dude was like, "Yeah, you're you're stupid. Don't 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 be cool with this fucking pipeline, Nordstrom. No, the fuck that." And so, Trump just does what's better for America, right? And but he doesn't want war. He's like, "Nah, this is how we're gonna do. It. We're gonna negotiate." Same thing with with uh, China. He wasn't saying we're gonna go to war with you. I'm just gonna fucking do tariffs on you. And the reason they're gonna work is because we're your biggest customer. Yep. And so fuck you. How about that? And they end up devaluing, de- devaluating the yuan, with with that because they, they weren't able to keep up. So Trump is is uh not so stupid when it comes to like trying to make people do what he needs them to do without having to have a war, right, or conflict in that manner. Albeit like war happens regardless, it's just gonna happen. But if you can avoid it. You know, and if you think about life, like how many times do you think of like, oh, I've fought as opposed to I've used my brain to make the chess pieces work in my way, right? Yeah. So, so a lot, a lot of the times, that's all you need is is you need to to have a good strategy in handling situations because not everything is violence, not everything is pushing through it. It's like, well, you can avoid that and still make and manipulate the situation in, in your way. Especially if you understand your opponent's motives. Yes. Yeah. And so, and you, and you, and when you understand an opponent's motives, you also understand to respect where they're coming from. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of uh, a lot of Muslim countries they actually liked Trump, believe it or not, because they respected just his approach. Yeah. It's like it's a no nonsense approach. And with 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 and and he never he never went about it in a way that like came off as um like like a, the, the like, smug American like, coming like, in like virtue signaling like yeah. like like American values onto like this culture that yes. you know what I'm saying. Well, remember when they were trying to get him for because Saudi Arabia I guess killed a journalist or something, and they're trying to put that on Trump. Well, why are you doing? Listen, that's their shit. <laughs> they yeah. deal with that. That ain't got shit to do. I'm not. I don't run Saudi Arabia. Uh, what I do know is that we do business with Saudi Arabia. So, I mean, what? What? Like, you, you can't. There's a. There's a point to where you can overstep. Yeah. If if they overstep, but if they're handling their shit, that's their problem. That's their issue. Regardless of of uh, but it, but it's it's so funny though the whole virtue signaling and the take the high road it's always okay for the left to tell you but when you tell them it's like oh yeah don't don't say that because like i saw a video or not video it was a meme of a of a bald eagle that had died from like those fucking propeller the 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 wind propellers ah uh, and it's like and then the someone windmills, yeah. yeah the windmills yeah um 
is like, had it been covered in oil, this shit would be used by all the left. Oh, like, yeah. but but it's not, so it's like, oh fuck that picture. Yeah, and it's true. It's like whatever matters to them and whatever works for them, they they'll use it as virtual signaling and the take the high road. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think, I think Trump is is equipped uh, for that. So then, when he debates them, that's what he has over them. Because if he'll debate, because yeah. we're still not sure about yeah, that. yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Because he said he wasn't right. But do you think he'll keep to that? I don't know. I like I I can if I'm in Trump's position, I understand not debating because yeah. I don't know how much there is to gain, especially like with his poll numbers continuing to go up. It's yeah. like what is there really to gain? Because everything that the left is throwing at him, it really does seem like it's making his poll numbers go up. Yeah. So now it's like, well, how much do I, do I stand to gain more from debating or to lose more? I think at this point you only stand to lose debating because they're giving you, they're, they're giving, they're, they're basically doing what they did in 2016. Like they're giving you your platform because they, they're the ones that are making him so relevant again. Yeah, you know, and so I don't know. I, I, if I'm Trump, I'm like, well, do I really need to debate? Because honestly, like, if if you have great numbers and then the debates come along and you don't participate and your numbers stay the same, maybe like the numbers alter and fluctuate between the other candidates, but your numbers you still stay top dog. Yeah, why not use that time and resource and energy towards something else? Rally. Like, yeah. in fact... Rallying while they're debating? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I would be like, all right, th- that debate is going on. Well, I, like, there's a Trump rally in, in Iowa. Oh, there's a Trump rally in Wisconsin. There's a Trump... Like, every rip, every debate they have, schedule a rally that day, you know, and make it like a, a ratings competition and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have the capacity to do that as Trump. That's yep. true. That's true. It, and I remember being young and always being mad at the fact that Jay-Z would not always uh, engage with certain people in, in rap. And rap and hip-hop, us growing up, it was very competitive. But the way Jay-Z saw it is if it doesn't benefit me, why am I? If I'm the bigger artist, why am I? And also the 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 medium is different because <clears throat> in in the rap capacity, it's like... It is, it, it's comprised of competition. In this capacity, it is competition, but you already know that, like, the people that are hosting it, the people that are putting it together, like, they're out to get you. Like, they, yeah. like they've shown this so many times already. Yeah. It's yeah. not like you're coming in fresh. Basically, like, every debate in the 2020 election... And now with this just this town hall that that we're talking about in this segment, you know that they're after you. It's it's evident, and and people know that they're after you. Yeah. So now when you do the rally, all you got to do is reiterate that. Be like, well, I'm not participating because you see this. In fact, yeah. he could play clips from the Chris Wallace debate with Biden, how it was basically Chris Wallace and Biden versus Trump. You could play clips from that, like. Not like while you're talking, but like as the as the crowd yeah. is getting ready for you, have those clips on the loop. Have it look at how they are against me. Caitlin Collins, how look at how this bitch is against me. 
like that's all that and 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 people are gonna see yeah you know what they are against him like they you, it's not gonna be a, a fair shake versus him removed from the debates I think it gives albeit a more a way more boring debate but yeah. it gives it it, it uh it, it, I think it, it it largely takes away the uh, the agenda from yeah. f- from the moderation of those debates. Yeah, but I also think that um, Ramaswamy might surprise a lot of people. Yeah, because that gives him a lot more space. Because like yeah. with Ron DeSantis and Trump in there, that's a lot of space being taken. Yeah, and and it's funny because like I think Larry Elder <clears throat> thinks. That he's the refined version of Trump. Yeah. I think he thinks that. But really, like, Larry Elder is just the same talking points that we've heard for many years now, like, regurgitated over and over again. Yeah. Like, he, like, you're, it's not going to be good for him. Like, when he, like, sees Rama. So, I'm actually, like, quite interested in a Republican debate. Without Trump, yeah, because I, I I think it, it 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 makes it interesting to see like what the other candidates bring, yeah. And I feel very much like I'm looking at Trump. I'm looking at I'm sorry, uh, Larry Elder on the stage, Ramaswamy, Pence, Nikki Haley, and DeSantis. This is a hypothetical debate. Yeah. I'm looking at all of them, and I I really see Ramaswamy standing out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be, I don't know. <clears throat> it, it'll be interesting in that regard. Also, what you said about being a more palatable Trump, that's that's so over, like that's like so cliche now. Like uh, all these, oh, I'm, a, I'm the better Trump. I'm the, yeah. No, shut the fuck up. Be yourself. Just the fact that you say I'm the more palatable Trump yeah. has Trump in it. Yeah. The, which means that like, you're riding his nuts anyway. Yeah. And still trying to say, but but you're a little bit better. No. There's only one Nike. Yeah. You know? Like, there's no, just do it. Ain't nobody else I'm using the, the fucking Trump. slogan. I'm yeah. the, I'm the skinny Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, just, yeah. Like, you guys, just the fact that you're saying all that shit, you're riding on his coattails. Like, like what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Like the only way out is like it's like it's like going in and being like you're playing basketball. Like, I'm the next Jordan, or or play ball, play ball, and let the motherfuckers say who you are, and 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 be amazing at it because like all the greats did it. Ain't nobody saying Kobe was in it. That was people saying that like oh he's Kobe never said I'm gonna be the next Jordan. Kobe was just gonna be Kobe. Yeah, LeBron was gonna be LeBron. Steph Curry was going to be Steph Curry. And what these politicians don't understand is, like, you have to stand on your own two feet yeah. with your ideas. It, it made To me, it made Larry Elder look bad because he, that's what he literally said. He's like, if you if you like Donald Trump's policy, but you want somebody... I don't know what he, it was verbatim, but it basically the gist of it was, if you want somebody... If you want Trump's policies, but just somebody more palatable, I'm yeah. your man. It's just like, what? Like, to me... That's sort of like a cop out because like you're basically letting the left win by even going about that because 
just you operating like that suggests that you th- that you believe this is like a necessary thing when it's not. Yeah. Because you know this shit is manufactured. Yeah, yeah. He should know. He should know better than most the way that the media attacked him. Yeah. And when he ran for uh, governor in, in 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 California in the recall election. Yeah. And the reason Trump is Trump is because he's not palatable. Is because he says what it is. Whether it's rough or not, I mean, I get it. The palatable, depending on who you ask, because I, I think he's very palatable. Like I, 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 he's exactly what I want in a politician. Yes, but I think we're very realistic. I think a lot of people, like the way Trump is, can rub them the wrong way, and that's fine. That's not necessarily palatable. But is it true though? Crickets. Is it true though? crickets because you know it's true so shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down that's to me that's my my idea of of like palatable or like how trump is but i i think if if let's say we were like like a like a ai robot and you're looking at this totally objectively you see that that when trump is crass the way that he often is it it typically is because responding yeah to 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 what's being dished out at him it's not that that it, it's yes. typically like not just for no reason true but i also think that he's crass because it's necessary to be crass like like for example um if i'm president this shit wouldn't be with the ukraine and russia thing like i like i would i would have got wild well, well, yeah, then you would have, you know, like some so, so certain things that you talk about, you, there's no way around it, right? There's no way around the, it is what it is. And it, that's, that's what it is. A lot of politicians like to jump around and it's like, well, no, that's not, that's not the case uh, here. This is what, what, what it is. Uh, if you're talking foreign policy, or if you're talking about um, when, 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 uh, what was it? All of Europe, like the immigration issues that were happening in Europe, like Trump was very straightforward. But because you have to be though, yeah. Like, look at what's going on in Europe with oh, let's take refugees, let's do that. All right, well now motherfuckers getting macheted, and so it wasn't that he was trying to be rude. It was just that he was being realistic. Like this is the type of this is the type of country you're gonna get if you if you're like Europe. And so sometimes saying the truth can be like getting punched or, or getting cold ass water thrown in your face. But, but maybe you need that, you know, like to wake the fuck up. And so I think that that's that's a that was a very much needed approach in a country that was moving towards woke and um, very. Uh, what, 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 what do they call it? Um politically correct Mm -hmm. that's the only way out the only way out is because we were in a we were we were trending towards everybody gets a trophy you know don't offend you can't do this you can't do that oh bullying it's like we were becoming much softer in the way we were trying to talk to each other which is like well as politicians to the people and then 
it became it became kind of like you're tippy toeing around shit. Yeah. And 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 when you're tippy toeing around shit, you're not really getting anywhere. You're just tippy toeing because you you're scared to offend. And so, what's one thing? There would be no Ramaswamy if it wasn't for Trump. There would be no Ron DeSantis if there was no Trump. There would be uh, no Texas the way Texas is, Ohio the way Ohio is, if there was no Trump. A lot of the stuff that's going on uh, now, as far as the Republican Party, is because of Trump. Yeah. And 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 so there's a lot of people. And to me, that's that's the go back to Ron DeSantis. That's where you have to recognize what happened and how you got there and how you bow out yeah. for your sake because you're not going to win. Like The poll numbers just already suggest that. There's nothing that you can do about that. So you should have just stood the fuck out in the first place. And so that's, to me, the, the mark of why I, I, in the primaries I, I see Trump winning is because there's really no – it revolves around him. Who is being attacked right now by the left, by the DOJ, by the FBI? Trump, because they, they don't see anyone else as a threat. Yeah. Nobody is a threat. It's only Trump is a threat. So that should already tell you, like, oh, shit. Uh, it's, it's looking like Trump is going to go again. And it's different this time because there's no virus. And there's no, um, there's a president who's asleep half the time called Sleepy Joe, who now has been here for four years and we're in a fucked up position. So I think that, that the left sees that and they're like, man, shit, like, I don't know how much more lying we could do now, like, because motherfuckers are struggling. And, and and well, we'll see, but it's still, it's still hard because these people, they'll try and rig everything yeah. every which way. They'll try and make it where he can't do this, he can't do that. It's still going to be hard, but it's still like a uh, uh, feasible win, a possible win for Trump because just how uh, how shit was with with him, and how shit is now with, with with Biden, and people aren't going to forget because the only time shit was bad was when some fucking virus came from the Wuhan province <laughs> and yeah. changed it all. Yeah. Otherwise, where were we as as a, as a country? And so, yeah, no, like. And and then even then, with the virus, who was the one who fired people? Who was the one who forced jabs? Who was the? It wasn't Trump. Yeah. It was the president that we have now, Biden. And so, people aren't going to forget that. And, and Trump is not going to be stupid enough to. Well, I would hope he would not be stupid enough to forget those things. Like why, Like, because. There's a lot of stuff that they could say. Oh well, you did it because uh, the the Trump bucks and all that. But yeah. But what about all this, though? Yeah. And so there's a feasible argument that, like, the country would have been better off with him. And and, and, and that's something that, I don't know, the, the left is really trying to use the, 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 the courts to, to get to him as it's not working. And so to me, it's like the only one that I give respect to so far is Ramaswamy because he's himself. Yeah, he is his own brand. It's his own. He's self-made. Um, he has good points. You saw what he said about voting. I thought that was a good idea. Oh, about the, going from eighteen to like twenty-one. I think was it or twenty-five. Yeah, something it, like it, that. It, I thought that was un, a, unless unless you you served in the military yes. or something else. But yeah. yeah, I thought that was like 
I thought that was no, at no, least no, no. Uh, you unless you serve in the military or you take a test about um uh, a civics test that 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 uh, people that are nationalizing to become American citizens have to take. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it was the twenty-five. I thought that was brilliant. I'll tell you why. Not that I would say that. Oh yeah, let's do that. But that's already that's a you're thinking. Your yeah. your your mind is working. Like damn, that might not be a bad idea because he's adding things that that, that show the capacity of the human being. And what's our biggest issue? Is uh, the 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 low information voter right? The yeah. the people who don't know what the fuck they're, they just vote. You're eliminating now stupid people. Unfortunately, I mean a lot of people would say, oh well, that's very offensive for you to say, but that's the truth. Like yeah. people, or 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 more than stupid people, because there are stupid people, but also ignorant people, because there's pe- people ignorant to politics. So you don't need to be in this arena voting for shit that you don't even fully understand. Absolutely. And so right there, that's like okay. That might not go anywhere, right? That argument, but that's like Shows a new idea. Yeah. yeah, the philosophy, and it's like a new idea. And so I'm not hearing, like, besides Ron, because Ron has done, has been a man of action with a lot of like that woke shit in yeah. Florida. The other candidates, they're gonna have to 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 fill their weight. But when it comes to just the way, the way who's hungrier, Ramaswamy looks a lot hungrier right now. Yeah, and so. That that that's just to me just an interesting uh, interesting campaign trail right now because I never thought I would be saying that shit like Ramaswamy man like he's like what the fuck like yeah. that's weird or oh Trump is in, on, a, on a CNN town hall that's where he fucking you know started his shit so a lot of this stuff is is starting to be interesting because like you're starting to see the approaches every yeah. candidate is trying. To, 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 to go in on and the only ones that right now have impressed me is Trump and Ramaswamy and what's going to be even more interesting is that when we start getting coverage of everything and the, the advancements of everything from Tucker on his new show oh. on Twitter whenever it premieres there's no exact date yet but he he came out he said he's going to have a show on Twitter um that was exciting. Yeah. That was exciting. And apparently, it, there was no like deal cut between him. Because a lot of people were like, oh, you see Elon Musk, he cut a deal. And, and Elon Musk uh, recently came out and said, no, like, I didn't. He's just, that's him choosing to do it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we didn't cut a deal or anything like that. That's badass. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. very interesting. Which opens, like, which I thought, for some reason, I just felt like Tucker would fit with Twitter like in the sense of if they're going to if they're going to develop that aspect I was like man Tucker right now he like he could really push that forward and it's even better that he didn't sign a deal because you could literally do the Twitter thing and be kind of the face of it or like the the beginning stage of that and you could still cut a deal with someone else on some other content yeah, if you wanted to like if you start developing better and like man or if Twitter wanted to get on some bullshit, which I doubt, but um, I feel like Tucker coming out and announcing that so quickly, I feel like a lot of his people that that help him produce, you know, you know Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox. Yeah, I feel like a lot of his people must have came with him. Yeah, yeah. So for him to know so quick that we're going to be able to produce a show, 
on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Now, do you think that he kind of saw the writing on the wall with Fox a long time ago? He, I, I can I can see it. Yeah. I can imagine it. Yeah, because yeah, cause that too, like, knowing in advance, or at least having a feeling, a gut feeling, like, you're already kind of talking to the team and like, man, if I move, what are you guys, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Because, like, that is very fast. That's a very fast turnaround yeah. for you to start saying, oh, I'm going to be on Twitter, this is what we're going to do. And so... You must have thought, like, because I mean, I, I'm just thinking of it myself. Like, the first thing you think about if you're moving to your your your, your stuff around and you're starting anew, well, what's feasible? What's going to be the logistics of it all? Um, who's gonna obviously with his with with, with his fan base that like you're gonna need a, a a crew? Who's gonna who's gonna man like the editing the Who's going to direct this? Who's going to write this? Like you, you have a team. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that you're you're right. Probably a lot of his team left with him. Yeah. And and uh, I'm sure it's probably going to be challenging because it's independent now. Yeah. So you can't do everything like how you did it. And so so it'll be, it'll be interesting. And then you probably have to come up with like a way like – I would assume because you're now independent, the pay scale for everybody is a little bit lower because you're dealing with Fox. I mean, yeah. that's a hard that's it's hard to compete against them because that's a big ass that's that's a big ass company. So so you'd have to kind of get like a good a good budget for everything and then and then go from there. Yeah, and he has a viewership for it, so it's like well, th- that's great. Now, if he wanted to like, because he did he did a few documentaries. Um, yeah, and the, really, like, that was the only appeal of the Fox Nation, um, you know, the paid subscription service was his documentaries. Yeah. How'd you like it? Because I never... I, I, I mean, I, I, I only tried it for uh, to see that uh, the Patriot Purge. Yeah. Those were cool, but it was like, I, I knew... Pretty much like the within the first hour or so, like it wasn't a service I would keep. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I kind of knew that also with like the the Daily Wire Plus. Yeah. Like when when because remember I I had got it when we watched um what is a woman. Yeah. And then while I had it, I watched that, and then I watched the um, the the movie they did, the feature movie they did about the girl that's oh in the, yeah in the school shooting. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. And uh, I thought it was a good movie, but it was just, I was like, yeah, there's just, like, not enough for me to keep this. Yeah. Shooting Daily Wire movie. I'm going to see. What was it called? It was good, though. The movie was good. I I recommend it to people. Like, I. I, Run, hide, fight. Yep. Run, hide, fight. Yeah. It it was a good movie. Um, But but it was just like, yeah, this is, it's not enough for me to keep. Yeah. You'd have to kind of keep. you have to have a solid ass lineup, probably like a solid not not multiple series, but like one solid series that, that that'll keep someone interested to be able to pay monthly. Yeah. That's what I would do. Like with them, try to get like some solid riders and, and start a series, like a good series. And then from there, that I think that'll be able to milk like if people love the series. They'll pay monthly, and then right there you start developing like, okay, let's do a movie every three months. And try to get, you got to get like some some big name people 
and it has to be exclusive. Like for instance, like I, I remember I said this before, um, and and I remember you rightfully corrected me because I didn't even think about Big Mel. I was like, oh. hey, if I was them, I would try to get Big Mel Gibson to like release the Passion of the Christ yeah. two on the Daily Wire, and yeah. like that's the only place you could see it. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and, the and, him hating the Jews. You killed my dream of that because I was like, yeah. and I was like, man, yeah, I totally forgot. My man's don't rock with the Jews, but yeah. but but if but I wonder, but something like that, yeah, something like that. I would have been like if I was Ben and um uh what what's the my, Jeremy Boring? Yeah, Jeremy Boring. Oh, yeah, I would totally put that uh, shit aside. Yeah, I would yeah, be yeah, like, Yo. I know you don't fucking like us. Make the passions of Christ That's being right real. now. Like yeah. I mean, like imagine like all of these, all of these trad cons, like the way they would flock to. to oh, dude, yeah. To that, especially like for that movie, yeah, hundred percent. And it's gonna be good. It's a Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, Mel Gibson exactly. never and fails. Exactly. That's my point. It's gonna be quality as well. Yeah. You know, you get up, you get people, and then the more eyes you get to the Daily Wire Plus. I imagine some people will only come over just for the the movie, but yeah. there's going to be those that stay. Because I, I didn't stay with it, but I'm sure there have been other people that came to the Daily Wire Plus to watch What is a yeah. Woman and decided to stay, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but, like, you have enough, like, with that, like, a good, solid-ass movie. But but they're doing good. I will say that. Like, yeah. like they've already produced... One of the best documentaries ever. Yeah. The the critics won't won't say that. But me and you are something of film critics ourselves. Yeah, like yeah. even Sounds even good. even not not in the sense of of uh, we're not um, part of the the legacy media film critics, but but we've done film reviews on on the show. We critique movies with a level of of um, of what's the word I'm looking for? Like we, we critique movies with 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 a, a a high degree of like knowledge about the craft and and the art yeah. form and everything like that. We we appreciate a lot of shit that like the normal movie watcher wouldn't. Yeah, far and far beyond, and, yeah. and so yeah, and and we um and. That what is a woman is one of the best documentaries yeah. ever, and I've seen many documentaries, and it's just it's a great documentary. Yeah. So we we're playing the movie game at work, and so I started talking about uh, Death Proof. And it's crazy because that movie game that shit has entered people's homes, people <laughs> that you don't even know. And so when I say when I say the kid, he's a founding father. They don't even know. Like it's like it's like one of the writers of the Constitution. You'll never know who he was. You'll never know how he looked. Some people don't never know. So 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 what was funny? Um, we're playing it, and I say it's become the culture of where we're where, where we where we used to work together, and so it's just like a staple of of, of that 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 place. So I was talking about Death Proof, and so just talking about Death Proof. You'd have to know about like the grindhouse movies and the culture yeah. behind that, and why the graininess and why like the fucked up film and why it's like kind of like goofy but badass and the double feature Planet Terror and Death Proof. So I like went all all in, and like some people they just don't even know like they, yeah. they don't 
they don't understand why the movie's like that. They just like the movie. But, like, it's badass because, like, we've always gotten into that, like, where we try and see where the person's coming from, why this was said. And we're like that about everything because even music, like, certain things that, that, that people say, certain certain bars that fly over people's heads because it's, like, real deep yeah. shit, like a double, a triple entendre that people don't even understand. And we're, like, breaking it down to people. We're just those type of people. Like, we enjoy art in general. And so, yeah, like that was like you said, that was that was an amazing documentary. And so I haven't watched the 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 school shooting, the run high fight, yeah. but like just by by the way you talked about it, like yeah, I could just tell that shit was well made. But you said there was some stuff you kind of were like, ah, this could have been done better. This could yeah, have been done it better. wasn't a perfect movie. Yeah, but it, I mean, considering that the Daily Wire produced it, it it was a very good movie. Yeah, and and definitely worth a watch. Yeah, and then think about all the trash that Netflix. Cause I, I've watched some trash on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Complete, it's, it's saturated trash. with trash. Yeah, and so it's like, damn, you motherfuckers produce this shit. So f- to hear that the Daily Wire is doing some good stuff, and it's like. It's the Daily Wire. Like I remember, we listened to, to like those Ben Shapiro clips and the and the podcast, uh, like the the Daily Wire podcast, way before it yeah. became like the it thing. Yeah, yeah, many years ago. Yeah, like people didn't even know. I remember, I I remember, I was showing Ge- Generation Zers that shit. Like, oh shit, Ben Shapiro, and then people, they, they, and then like the young crowd started getting into it. But it's like. So so you've seen how far they've came, like from just <laughs> a fucking podcast. Yeah. So like making movies, making razors, making uh I don't know if they have a show, but but I know they, they got other stuff going on. The chocolate Jeremy's chocolates, yeah. like that, that's pretty dope shit. That's what the that's what the conservative or at least the right uh has done a good job at doing is creating spaces, which we've always talked about that. Creating spaces where it's like, all right, cancel us, we'll be here. Like, yeah. she don't phase us. Like Rumble, that's the that's the like the open version of YouTube, like where motherfuckers don't get canceled. That freedom ring. Yeah, and so that's the type of shit. If it were the other way around, the left would not have this. They would not start any. They would not have the foundation. Nah, nah, they wouldn't. What they do is. They hijack the foundations, yeah. but they don't. They don't create them. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Ben Shapiro, and it made me think. Did you happen to take a look at that video I sent you of uh, Sneeko and Destiny? Oh, I did. It, it's crazy. We we didn't plan on getting into this, but I think it would be like an interesting thing to talk about because. I watched the whole thing. How wild is it? How wild is it? Like, how spot on were we with our assessment that the trad cons and the red pill manosphere are starting to have a conflict with one another? Yeah. And so much that it's creating an alliance between some lefties and trad cons yeah like like yeah. for like for instance you see sneeko with destiny versus it was basically versus uh fresh and fit and rollo tomasi yeah which i think fit was carrying all that shit yeah for the most part i think rollo tomasi fucked up in not defining yeah. 
what a what a what was it? Uh, a high value man. Like, yeah, on, bro. Big, you wrote about this. What are you doing? Yeah, big time. For like slapping him so hard. Yeah, he got he he looked real bad. Yeah, and, and then where he looked real bad, he looked he looked goofy. Was when he said that he doesn't think. That, oh, Ben that, Shapiro. That Ben Shapiro, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos are high value. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Even even Myron. Myron was like, yeah, like, I don't agree with that. Like I yeah. what I what I rock with what Myron said, I feel like that dude, he's getting he's getting smarter. Like I feel like like a lot I, I'm finding that I agree with him more now than I did <coughs> in the past. I think yeah, because I think now the content finally for Fresh and Fit is starting to evolve because if you notice there's been a lot of more like they still have the bitches here and there, and uh, whatever, right? Well, yeah, were there bitches there for this? No, right? No, no. no. When Sneeko was there, there were bitches. Yeah, but 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 it was just Destiny and them. Yeah, yeah. Destiny, Sneeko, and and the and Fresh and Fit and Rolo Tomasi. Yep, and, and to survive, like I honestly would say that whole having the girls there, that's already cliche. Yeah, you it better is. start fucking moving along. You've already built a good a good base. Let let whatever podcast be about that shit, or uh, the the girl that does that shit too. Um, I forget her name. Pearly things. Pearly things. Yeah, like let them, they they let them do that. Cause like, you you're now evolving and, and you're showing that you have a, a capacity higher than what the show is. Yeah, cause even hosting that debate was like very interesting. To yeah, me. yeah. So I I I I think um, Myron for sure carried carried their, their the, side the red pill side of things a hundred percent because um i mean there was there was i would have to re-watch it again but i remember there was a, a few holes that sneeko and uh destiny had in, in some of their argument but may, were made to look very good because rollo tomasi would refuse did so bad yeah yeah and it's like how rollo tomasi did it i feel is like how you felt Milo did versus Destiny? Yes, I feel that that's how I felt. Rolo Tomasi did. I felt like no. Rolo Tomasi made fucking Milo look amazing though, because 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 Milo had good points. I just think that Milo um, with Destiny was like okay. You've already you, you can't be the same character you were. You have to evolve into something different. But the debating part, he did pretty solid. But but it was like you were destiny was beating you at the sassiness. Yeah, and it's like ah, it was unnecessary. And I also to 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 Milo's defense, that was like a weird debate that like, the, like solves the, nothing. Like the, yeah, like the the topic of it. Yeah, yeah, I would never watch that debate because it's like that's stupid. Like I want to talk about real shit. I, I will agree with that. Like the only the only reason I watched it was because of Milo. Yeah. Like if it was anybody else, yeah, I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I, and, I do agree with that. Yeah, and 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 so to me, it's like I that kind of that threw me off a little bit because it was like all these hypotheticals and and I get it. Like maybe that's a good conversation in the car or in a show, but like if it's a debate. Can we debate about real shit? Like yeah. shit that's possible and feasible, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And so this, the one with Destiny, Sneeko versus Fresh and Fit. And Far Rotor, more relevant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Far more relevant and, and, and a lot of a lot of opportunity to really get into like some deep shit, which I felt were a lot of missed opportunities on Rolo Tomasi's because he wasn't even in it. 
And if you're going to call, you better be ready. I thought that his his argument about his tweet was good. He's like, it's not meant to be like a uh like a mantra. A to mantra. Live by. It, yeah. It's Twitter. It's a it's a thought experiment. And I thought that that was good. Like, I think a lot of Twitter, a lot of a lot of good posts, kind of polarize people. Mm-hmm. And at bare minimum, even if you don't agree, it makes you think. And so Myron carried. Rolla Tomasi and was like, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for his tweet. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, wow, that that's a very that's a solid point. At that point, you could say and then, and then also when when they were asking, do you think bisectomy is a good idea? I would I could write a tweet that says that to 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 make people react and I could be like, no, I don't I don't agree. I think that's kind of extreme. But I think it makes you think. Yeah. And like you know, like you should you should understand where you stand. Yeah, I I think where there was a big misopportunity is I think that nobody spoke. Everybody there was speaking from the perspective of like upper echelon successful men. But nobody was really speaking from the perspective of like a regular everyday guy. So like for instance... I think one thing that like would have like destroyed Destiny and Sneeko's position right off of the bat is like, yes, like you guys, you guys are talking about like, oh, that what's the point in, in being like a high value man and all of this and all of that if you're not going to create a family. But you guys are speaking from, I'm sure everybody there. It, it, I, I even fresh and fit like I, I'm sure all of them, all, all the participants in that debate, are all millionaires. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. So everybody's speaking from a millionaire's perspective, but this family creation shit from a normie, like how how many of these people here participating in this debate have actually seen what's going on with normies right now creating families? Yeah. And what does that look like? Yes. What does that look like? Because, because that's that's the thing. And so, and then I thought, uh, um, uh, Fresh made a very good. I don't know if it was on 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 that though. I don't because I, I kind of watched them back to back. I don't know if it was on that or the or the the one where they had Sneeko. It was just Sneeko and and all the yeah people. yeah. Fresh did say Fresh made a good point. He's like, he's like, yeah. Well, would it not be better? to have a family after you're well established and that's what we talked about when we talked about the the the, the Sneeko podcast when he was on Fresh and Fit yeah by himself and we talked about I, I I don't know if we talked about it on the show but I know we talked about it in pre-production how Jay-Z and Seinfeld and those guys didn't start doing like a family thing until after they were like the top dogs of their career and already kind of like moving on to other things yeah yeah and that was the point that Fresh made. It's like, yeah, well, in a situation like that, yes, of course, the family creation thing, it's great. Even if the bitch leaves and takes half, I still I, look at Jeff Bezos. It didn't. His wife became the richest woman in the world by divorcing him. Yeah. The, the richest woman in the, I don't know if she still is, but at the time, she became the yeah. richest woman in the world just for divorcing a man. Yeah. And it didn't hurt him at all, but yeah. but that's my point. It's like, yeah, okay, bitch, whatever. I, I'm 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 Jeff, right? <laughs> my but, name is Jeff. 
great ass shit. <laughs> but but now could a normie man sustain no, that? And that's not. the thing that these motherfuckers they don't they don't realize is like you guys you Shapiro, Knowles, all these trad cons, all you and and I don't know if you want to call Destiny a trad con, but he's definitely riding with them. Yeah. You all are are don't are not speaking from the perspective of the normie man. You're speaking from yeah. your perspective, which all the power to you. That's great. I, I'm sure if, if you if you in, endured in a divorce, you would be better than many people. Yes, I'm yeah. sure I would be. I'm not saying that I want to endure the shit. Yeah, but I'm I would be better off yes. than many people. But but the normie, the average normie, nine to five guy. You're telling, oh yeah, just you know, do it. Yeah. So what they're what the red pill manosphere red pill is offering, they're offering well, maybe for a certain time frame in life, you should focus more on getting busy. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about these things as much. Which Destiny and Sneeko have done. Yeah. So. You guys. Well, Destiny has a kid. Yeah. Oh, does he? He does. Yeah. He does. But he even admitted in there, he's like, he's like, yeah, things probably, there would have been times where things would have been easier yes. without the kid. But Sneeko, 100%. Yeah. Like, see, like, you have to understand where you've been to understand, like, where you, where you want to go, right? Like, so a lot of people, actually, boxers, when they get knocked out cold, they were at a streak where they were knocking people out, right? And they became invincible. It's very rare for like a top echelon fighter, once he's been knocked out, to remain high level. Yeah. Unless it's a motherfucker who knows the struggle. That's why I respect Pacquiao so much. Because when he got knocked out cold by Marquez, most people, that's like, all right, cool. Well, you had a legendary career. Goodbye. No, he, he came back. And was just as, well, he was older, so not just as good, but still like the same person. Yeah. A lot of people don't have the capacity in their brain to, to, to understand that. Like to understand that like the mentality doesn't change. And so a lot of times when you're comfortable and, and, you, and you've felt that comfort like that, oh, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, you forget, you know, broke RX Phonics or broke K-Cartoon or broke Sneeko. And it's like, nah, bro, like you could get it too. And you could have probably got it had you made mistakes. Yeah. And so the red pill, like you said, that's that's very essential material for for young men to be able to navigate the world as it is today with women, with the sexual marketplace. Because this is like we're not in a world where like where you just jump into the pond and everything's fine. It's just goldfish. No, you jump into the pool. You're getting eaten half, yeah. halfway through by a fucking shark. And, and that and that's what 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 I feel like. Destiny and Sneeko are not realizing, and Fresh and Fit and Rolo didn't convey in in all of that is like all of us here are speaking from I don't I don't like to use the word privilege because they worked to be where they're at. Yeah. But all of us are speaking from a, a elevated elevated position. Yes. So the ramifications of what we're talking about aren't going to affect us the same way that a dude who's not on our level yes. is going to affect him. So that guy has to think in the position that I'm in now is 
having kids and a girl and possibly getting divorce raped and getting taken to, 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 to the cleaners and everything like that for at the level that I'm at now, is that better? Because let's not forget that like the risk is there because about over 50% of marriages end in divorce. And then even the ones that don't end in divorce, they say a very low number of them, they're like the people are happy. Yeah. So this is like the, 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 the path of diminishing returns yeah. or go the path of like, man, self uh self actualization fulfillment upward mobility and still giving myself the option for that stuff later at a more secure position yes what is better and so and and that's the thing and so yeah if you guys are talking from the the elevated position yeah well it's just like oh why are you guys talking like that this this and that but when you're talking at the ground level and the normie stuff no, it's something that really should be looked yeah. at and 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 thought about because these guys ain't living like y'all. Yeah, and society would be a better place for it too because like when you are fr- coming from a secured place, you can parent better. A hundred percent. You're gonna be and and, and I think and Myron said that Myron's like Myron's like now you're in a position to send your kid to to a private school. Yeah. Now you're in a position to do this. Your wife could stay home. She don't have to work. That means your child is getting raised better. Yeah. Like all of this stuff. Like we're living in the age of two fa- two income households. Yeah, like yeah. so, who who's taking care of the kids? Yeah. Or it's like oh, like I I work my I work from I could work from home. So it's gonna be an iPad child. Like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Like there there's this stuff is is, is very relevant. And uh, I thought it was a great debate. I didn't even anticipate that segment that we just did it was yeah. just a whole yeah i can't believe we forgot a, about it to be segment honest. but but uh yeah. when you mentioned shapiro i thought about it because i rollo really fucked up when he said that he did said shapiro is not a a, a high value man M- musk or bezos because how they operate with women no and myron said it good he's like i think they're high value men I don't agree how they operate with women. He's like, yeah. I think I think they lack in that department. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I yeah. would agree with that. But you can't say that they're not high-value men. Yeah, and not to mention, like I said, you made your career on, on what a high-value man is, what, like the, the, the rational male. And so how can you, of all people, not understand, at least have a set, like... Like an archetype. Of yeah, the archetype. Yeah, of course, archetypes are archetypes, and people are individuals, and they're not going to be that fucking perfect, right? Like like another high-value man that I'm like, I would never do this, I would never do that. The way he says this is uh, Kanye. Like, the way he is with women, I don't know, or like with Kim, like certain things, I wouldn't yeah, rock that way. Yeah. But like. To each his own. You're still a high level man. Yeah. And amazing at what the fuck you do. And I respect that very much. Yeah, like we we criticized him when when uh he was like coming at Pete Davidson and yeah. we were like, man, let that bitch breathe. Yeah. Like like that she she wants to get busy like that. Now I I understand it sucks because your children are involved. Yes. And like this dude is like a dope fiend. So I understand that like 
Bitch, why you have this man around my children? Yeah. And then I think he didn't he get like a tattoo of the kids or something like nah, that. Yeah, like, weird shit. Yeah, like I understand that aspect, but but like, and that, maybe perhaps he was coming from that. And, and he, you know? he he might have been, but he didn't he didn't. It wasn't clear. Yeah, it wasn't clear that was where he was coming and, from. And I understand that. I remember. Uh, so my dad. While uh, we were having dinner, and and I remember, and my dad's like a guy that like never, he's never been afraid of nothing. Like he does, he's just not scared of anything. Like my man's just lives fearless. But he said that like when he would go to sleep at night, he always had like a huge fear that like something could happen, and that he had to be ready. Yeah. To to like protect his children, and so. That is a, a strong feeling that, and then like you th- look at the person and like I've s- seen him operate in his life, how, how how he operates, just a fearless person. So I could completely understand like w- when he told me that, why Kanye would would think that too, right? Because like it's oh, your yeah. children, it's your children, like yeah, bro, like I don't play with that, like I want to raise my children, and so another like a motherfucker that that operates the way. Pete Davidson does, or it has to be the worst. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know that would affect me. A hundred percent. Imagine, imagine, like you being so accomplished in all these different endeavors in your life, and now you're at a place where it's like, all right, well, I I want to raise these children to be greater than me. Yes. Right? I want to raise them to be greater than me, and like go far beyond what I I went, and and I can do that because. I'm going to take everything that I know now and, and instill it in them. Yeah. And now, oh, well, we're divorced. Okay, well, I don't live with my kids anymore. Damn. All right. Well, damn, I got to try to see them as much as possible because maybe there's still that chance. Damn, but now there's all the influences when I'm not around. All right, yeah. damn. But hopefully, like, man, maybe maybe this big booty bitch gets with, like, Tom Brady or something. Like, somebody great. Somebody that's not going to, like, mess up what i'm trying to do yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying because because i think at that point that's like the best you could hope for yeah, is yeah. Like, a good man to be involved with with your ex-wife that someone can, at very least that you're you're not gonna you're not gonna uh hinder my teachings maybe like you don't offer nothing but you're not but then you get like a pete davidson and it's just like fuck. basically the complete polar opposite of what kanye is Nah, man. And then to see your daughters, your daughters seeing their mom rock with a guy like, ah, oh, all bad, yeah. all bad, all bad, all bad, all bad. <laughs> and, and, and then yeah. you said that, which was totally like organic. That like you brought that up, and and we because we didn't even have this segment planned. And then you take that that everything that we just ex- established with that example of the Kanye situation. And you apply it to the Sneeko and uh, Sneeko and Destiny versus uh, Fresh and Fit and Rolo. And it's just like, dude, like, like even Kanye is going through the shit. So, yeah. like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Humble yourself because anybody could get it. You know who they needed right there? The guy, the guy from uh, from Inception. 
the that old man when they're down in that like that oh. basement. He's like, he's like, he's like, who are you? <laughs> like whatever he said. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all fucking. They're all they're all linked in. Yeah. He's like, he's like, they come here. They come here to be woken up. Who are you to say otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, but I, you know, I, that was a great ass conversation, and I don't want to. I don't want to because we did kind of talk a lot of shit about Rolo Tomasi, basically because it was his fault for not defending a lot of his points. But the fact that he his tweet caused such a good conversation yeah i i think he should have just been more prepared yeah um coupled with i understand that like sneeko and and uh and destiny they were um they were like real petulant with him yeah and snarky but what i didn't realize is i was doing a little research on that Rolo Tomasi prior to that was on the whatever podcast. And when he was on the whatever podcast, there were twice, there were a few different, actually more than twice. There were a few different occurrences where the bimbos, the panel of bimbos said something about Sneeko and said something about destiny and Rolo kind of like co-signed that shit. Like one chick said, yeah, I'm not, uh, what like what the fuck that guy's a cuck like Sneeko or something like that and like yeah. Rolo like co-signed that shit and then another time they said like a blue-haired soy boy obviously they're talking about Destiny yeah and he co so I think Destiny and Sneeko probably were on like on some line like let's disrespect this dude because yeah. like he basically co-signed us being disrespected yeah so that might have been it. What I will say, though, before we close out, and this is, again, another reason why it's good for people to listen to us because we keep it real. I give Destiny credit for engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because most of these lefties won't. Most of these lefties, they don't engage. And, like, I give him credit. He engaged with Milo. He, he, went, he, he went on Fresh and Fit. And, like, he engaged in, in, in a topic... That that and uh, and and a position that that he stands for and he's willing to engage where most of these people won't do that. Yeah. So you have to give you know credit where credit's due. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.